0: Welcome to Wife Talks, the ultimate destination for wives looking to have the marriage of their dreams. Don't worry, girlfriend, we're all in this together and I'm learning right along with you, but I got a few keys to help you along the way. I'm your host, Shayla Vernado. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey ladies, I am so excited to be diving into this episode with you Um, after talking about the five fast ways to ruin your marriage. I wanted to give you five quick ways to recover from a rough patch. So in the beginning of my marriage, I am just going to be very transparent this episode because I want you guys to understand that I'm not just running these five ways to recover after a rough patch off to you as something I looked up online or found in a book or anything like that. I am truly speaking from personal experience. My husband and I were long distance at the beginning of our relationship and that was one of the most, um, you know, amazing opportunities we could have had because it allowed us to connect and communicate in a way that um, often went uninterrupted. Because when you are not up close to someone and are distracted by going on the fancy dates or going on, you know, elaborate trips and getting out of town or sex or anything like that, you have the opportunity to communicate um, in a deeper way if you choose to. And we did. Some of the things, though, that we could not have prepared for in the beginning of our marriage was how then to have a relationship up close. And I don't think either one of us was ready for that because what it did was force us to get to know each other in a different way. And my husband and I, he moved across the country. He moved here to Virginia and we got married uh, immediately. And by getting married immediately and moving in together and having to... Learn completely new versions of each other. Because who I am on the phone. It's not that I'm a different woman. But you're experiencing me. Experiencing me differently. And the same was for him. I was experiencing him differently. And it made the beginning of our marriage. Very very challenging. We. We had some nights. And some moments. And some fights. That really rocked us in the beginning and really made our worlds kind of like what in the world. And then in the meantime, right? So I thought it was really important to do this podcast because on the outside, I mean, it's not that we weren't happy with each other. We were really happy that we had gotten married and we had chosen chosen to be together. But then at the same time, it, it was hard. It was so hard. And everybody was like, Oh, you're newlyweds. Oh, you guys, you know, wait till you have real problems. Oh, you guys are so happy. This is the happy times. And I'm just like, okay, what happy times? Like, how is it? And it's so funny because one of my girlfriends who's been married for over a decade said to me, Shayla, that's the one thing that I feel like nobody is honest about. The first year is hard as crap. And everybody makes it seem like it's supposed to be the honeymoon phase. And then everyone's left feeling like, oh, well, maybe it's just us. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I made a mistake. And that's not the case. My marriage started off in the winter season. And for those of you who haven't read the book, um, The Seasons of Marriage, definitely, definitely pick that book up. It's very, very good. Um, I believe it is by um I want to say Gary Chapman but I'm not 100% sure I will make sure I put it in the show notes for you all um but the four the seasons of marriage the four seasons of marriage is amazing it compares marriage um and just the different seasons that you're in to the actual seasons winter summer spring and fall and you know winter's often a dead season it's a rough season to get through. And that is how my marriage started off. And so I thought it was really important to do this podcast, because my husband and I are through it. It was rough. It was so rough, you guys. I mean, I can't even explain to you how, how hard it was on us in the beginning. Um, And we didn't have anybody to talk to people. You know, a lot of people don't understand Um, but my prayer partner and I, that was one thing that did begin to change it, change the, the, the whole experience that him and I were having was prayer. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about that. But if you're listening to this podcast and you've been married one year, or you're listening to this podcast and you've been married 10 years and you're having a rough year, I just want you to know that you can get through it, that it is those tough years, those tough moments that really pull you all closer together, really define who you are in your marriage and show you how to show up for each other in a new and different way. So I want you to be encouraged because you can get through this. Trust me. I am at uh 2 years and 9 months into my marriage and I can tell you that uh, the entirety of year one was rough. But something shifted when I shifted. And I want to help you shift for a change after your rough patch. So number one, um, for five quick ways to recover from a rough patch is learn to listen. And I don't, This this sounds like very stereotypical, like typical, like, okay, learn to listen, whatever. But hear me when I say that as a wife, there are things that your husband is not saying, especially in a rough season. And it's so important that you don't just learn to listen with your ears, but you learn to listen with your heart because his tone his response or lack thereof his facial expression when you say something or do something listen listening with your heart is about listening uh in a total encompassing way that allows you to tap into all five senses of your spouse and really hear what they're saying with the things that aren't coming out of their mouth. So the words that they aren't speaking, but that their hands are showing you when they go, when they drop to their sides off their hips after you yell yell something very vulgar at them. It's the look in his eyes when, you know, life kind of drains out of them because you've said something hurtful. Or you've done something that he just was not expecting. You have to learn to listen with your heart, especially in a rough patch. Because that's what's going to help you navigate out of it. There are some things that, um, you know, moments in the beginning of my marriage when, you know, we would be going back and forth and be arguing and be combative with each other. And I would just shut up. And the moment I shut up, my husband would say something and I would be like, "Ah, that's what it is. That is the problem. So it's really important that you learn to listen. All right. So let's jump into number two of five quick ways to recover. And that's going to be accepting your husband for where he is. Let me tell you something. This is something that once I learn to accept the fact that there may be things that I can see my husband becoming that he's not yet, and I can't rush his process, and I think that that's something that a lot of wives, especially newlyweds, um, really have to get a hold on. You might want the husband that is you know, going to lead you in prayer every single day. He's going to, you know, sacrifice and put some things aside immediately. He's willing to give up anything and everything to make sure. Let me tell you something. The 30 year results that you see from your parents, from your grandparents, from couples that you admire, those 30 year results are exactly what they are. 30 year results. You best believe no woman on this planet had the same husband year one that she does at year 30. And we have got as, as, as wives, as millennial wives, as newlyweds, as, you know, just wives in this 2018 year, um, we have to recognize that you can't rush that process. You have to accept your husband for who he is. And a part of doing that is being grateful for the man that you married, You loved him enough to marry him. Reflect often on the things that you love. Write them down daily if you have to, to make sure you keep your perspective in check. And the man that you want him to become, you speak to that man and you pray over that man. Sometimes when my husband is in bed at night... and he sleep, I pray over him. And um, sometimes when he he may be doing something on his phone, whatever. And, you know, we we are, we're just chilling. I'll be praying. I pray softly to myself. When he sleep, I might pray over him in the spirit. I pray over him. And when we pray together every day, I speak to that man that I see him becoming. And you know what? He becomes more and more of that man every day. But I can tell you one thing for sure. I was not doing that in the beginning of my marriage. In our rough season, I was just like, God, I'm just trying to get through. Like he is working my last nerve. Show me that I didn't make a mistake. Even though I knew he was the one, I was asking God for signs of stuff that he already told me was sure. So that's another thing that, you know, as a sub note to accepting your husband for who he is. Don't question what God has brought into your life. What God showed you once is true now and will be true again and will be true later. You got to when you accept that man for where he is and start praying for the man God gave you. You'll begin to see the man that you desire. But you will not see him a moment before you begin to accept him. Because every single second that you've been married to that man is a journey and he deserves the opportunity to become what God is calling him to be just like you deserve the opportunity to become the woman that God is calling you to be. So number three, getting tapped into a marriage ministry. Now, I know a lot of people who are like don't believe in don't believe in therapy which is why I don't have therapy listed as one of the ways to recover from a rough patch um and and we didn't we went to therapy and I do think that it helped we went we actually just went to one session I mean I'm gonna be honest with you we went to one and that one session was so <laughs> that one session was eye opening let me tell you <laughs> the guy was just like so blunt and so just We left out of there, like when we went to marriage that night, that day, we were perfectly fine, but we left out of there like, oh my God, really questioning things, but it really made us kind of look at how we were contributing to that space. So a little off topic, but I just wanted to have a moment of honesty there and say that we did go to therapy just once. Um, And it really gave us a different perspective on both of us and on our marriage. So in our rough patch though. Um, we didn't go consistently. And so I can't suggest that. I don't know that we would have, um, you know, I don't know what the result would have been if we had gone consistently or, or how fast we would have gotten there or how quickly things would have changed. I'm not sure, but I will say that I am someone who believes in that. So if you believe in that and you guys are open to it, definitely try it. But My number three is getting tapped into a marriage ministry. Um, And this is the alternative to that because a lot of men still, even in 2018, don't believe in therapy. Um, A lot of people are, can be old school and they're like, I don't need somebody else telling me what to do in my marriage, even though, how are you going to know how to do something if someone doesn't tell you? But um, marriage ministries are really amazing. And I'm going to tell you guys why, because when you're participating in a marriage ministry you get the opportunity to connect with couples in different phases of their marriage and Becoming uh, active in our marriage ministry really helped us. It gave us perspective because, um, you know, the marriage ministry at my church does something called the Why Did I Get Married Sessions? And that's where the husbands and the wives break off and everyone has to submit questions. Um, There's always like a a speaker for the men and a speaker for the women. And it's usually a married couple, of course. Um, And... But we always get to ask really, you know, intriguing questions. And even if your marriage ministry doesn't function that way, it's so important that you and your husband have other uh, couples around you um, that you can turn to once you get to know couples and you connect with them and you start growing in that ministry, you have the opportunity to build relationships for when times are tough. And in those tough times, I guarantee you, if you really seek God about, you know, where you need to be, where you need to go, I'm sure that he will show you a space that's safe for you both that can help you through. So that's my number three. Marriage ministry was really instrumental for us. I think that it really helped shift a lot of things and a lot of perspectives, um, it, for us, uh, in, 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 in the beginning when things were really rough. So, um, Pray together daily is my number four. And I know I suggested this to a young lady who her response to me was, well, I don't want to have to be the one that is always like, oh, let's pray. Oh, let's pray. And I'm going to tell you something. Girl, get over it. Okay, because (laughs) I don't understand the woman who wants a marriage that she's not willing to make changes for. You have to get over that. If your husband is not in a space or he doesn't even think about it, men are so simple that let me tell you something. When you, when you give them the basics, they're fine. They don't know. Oftentimes, you know, what a woman gets, gets, when a woman gets married, her expectations for her marriage are much different than that of her husband's for sure. And being that they are different, um, you know, guys will be satisfied like, oh, I'm cool with this. This is fine. Your husband doesn't know that he wants the marriage that is so filled with God that you guys begin to operate from a space of ease and peace and love. He might not even know he wants it yet until he gets it. And sometimes we have to be the ones to show them. We have to be the ones that push them. Um, and sometimes it's it's and it's all in how you approach it. But you got to get over that. I have to say that. So the woman who's listening to this and will think, oh, well, my husband, he won't even uh uh-uh, uh uh get it out of your head right now. And just know that even if you have to say every day, hey, babe, I really love the way you pray. Can you hold us down today? And I'll do it tomorrow. Take turns every other day. Y'all pray together. I guarantee that shift will happen a whole lot faster. But you cannot do this without including that. For one thing, because it's something powerful about praying over your husband out loud. And this is like the sub note to number four. There is something very powerful about praying over him out loud and saying things. And, you know, when I pray over my husband, um, I listened to this sermon probably about, I don't even know, four or five years ago um, when... Emil and I were first dating and I hadn't even, that's my husband's name. Cause I realized I may not have said that on the podcast. <laughs> um, but when Emil and I were first dating, um, I listened to this podcast and I didn't even realize how instrumental it was going to be, but he was talking about women speaking things over their men and what to speak over your man of God. And when I pray, those the things that I heard in that sermon still resonate with me. And I pray it over my husband all the time. I will share those things with you right now. So some of the things that I pray, um, and, 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 it's, and it may not be every day that I pray these specific things. There are different things that come up that maybe I pray over, but these are consistently in my prayers throughout um, our time together. And that is I say, God, thank you that my husband is a prayer warrior. Thank you that he is a protector. Thank you, God, that he is a cultivator of good and beautiful experiences in our marriage. Thank you, God, that he is a teacher. He is a leader. He is a student of love. Thank you, God, that he seeks you in all things. Thank you, God, that he loves me the way Christ loved the church. And... Oftentimes, if there's something else that I think of or something else that, you know, I feel like I want to see in him and I really want to speak it over him because I wanted to get in his spirit, I pray it. I just pray it. And that's in between us. You know, thank you, God, for blessing us with the jobs we have. Thank you, God, for I always reflect. And in my moment of gratitude, when I'm thanking God for our life, our life together, the amazing blessings that we have, I make sure to thank God for the husband that I have. Because remember, it's important to speak what you seek until you see what you said. All right. And number five. (laughs) This has been, I feel like kind of lengthy, but maybe not. I don't know. Um, I try to be mindful of time and keep everything kind of quick for you guys. But you have to let me know um, what you think. So um about the podcast and as far as like time wise if you're good with it great we'll keep it going but um you know just give me feedback so far the feedback has been really great and the ratings have been wonderful so thank you all right last but not least number five of quick ways to recover after a rough patch is figuring out who you are as a wife it's so important um this is an important one and I saved it for last because it's something that I personally I had to learn who I was as a wife. Um, I knew Shayla, the single woman. Um, I knew Shayla, the woman who came from a broken relationship. I knew Shayla, the daughter, I knew Shayla, the sister, and I knew Shayla, the best friend, but I didn't know Shayla, the wife and I had to take time to really meditate on how I was showing up for my husband and what I brought with me to the marriage and how it affected us in the rough patch in order for us to get to a better place. Because you see, when I really started thinking about who I was as a wife, I started thinking about how I respond to things. And I started thinking about what his intentions were in those things because my husband is the kind of man who, um, he's very lighthearted. He's easygoing and I'm like the opposite. I'm super serious. Like I'm a serious person. Um, I always say, you know, ain't too much. I find funny, like (laughs) even though I'm very goofy as y'all hear, (laughs) um, but there, we're so opposite and sometimes you know my husband will say things and this is just me just given my experience um sometimes my husband would say things and I would like take it completely the wrong way and my reaction would be so inappropriate or just so just Shayla you could have toned that down way down that when I started thinking about who I am as a wife and how I'm showing up for my mate I really had to check that like from the outside in, Shayla, if you were another wife or if God were looking at you purely as Shayla, the wife, would he be pleased with what he's seeing? And I had to start checking my behavior because, and this is important because a lot of times we'll pray and we'll say, God, change my husband. God, make him this, make him that. God, help him see this. God, show him that. But A lot of times God can't answer our prayers for our husbands until we start praying for how we're showing up as wives. You have got to show up differently to get the husband that you're praying for. So that was one of the most important ways and one of the ways that I wanted to leave you with um, as kind of a starting point for how to quickly recover after a rough patch. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Make sure you rate the podcast. Um, definitely give it five stars. And I appreciate all the love. Share this with another wife. Um, and look, change a marriage, change a life. Thanks so much. I love you all. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Wife Talks. I'm so glad that you all are enjoying this podcast so much. Thank you for all of your positive feedback. Do me a favor. Share this with your girlfriends, your mom, your besties, your co-workers, everyone around you. Let them know that you're growing in God and growing in marriage and becoming an excellent wife. And hey, by the way, if you want to take this relationship to the next level, go find us on Instagram. We are at OnWifeSupport. And if you click the link in the bio, you will be able to join our private Facebook group where my girlfriend, Tracy Sidner, and I pray weekly with wives around the world. I wish you growth. I wish you peace and I wish you joy. But most of all, I wish you the marriage of your dreams. Miracles and blessings.